When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We're continuing to put emphasis on understanding resources available across the state of Wisconsin, really around the nation now, for farmers, their families that may be facing some mental health challenges, quite honestly. It could be the weather, it could be your financial situation, it could be family dynamics. It all can weigh pretty heavy on you. And when you've got the schedules that a lot of our Wisconsin farmers do have, uh, you may find yourself isolated, and that uh, is not always a good situation. Helping us work our way through the maze of resources that's available and helping us better understand this condition is our guest today. Her name, Sarah Kolbeck. She is a board president of the Wisconsin chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, also director of the Division of Suicide Prevention at the Medical College of Wisconsin. And she has expertise in focusing in on suicide prevention among veterans as well as farmers and marginalized populations. I've got to ask you, Sarah, how did you come to focus your career on that group of folks and that issue? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Pam, and thanks so much for starting out with that question. Um, So this um, work of suicide prevention, particularly with farmers and veterans, is very personal to me. Um, I am the granddaughter of a Wisconsin dairy farmer. My grandparents uh, farmed uh, in the Michicot area back in the 70s and 80s. Um, and um, although they're, they're no longer farming and haven't been farming for a long time, that, that time in my life really um, had a big impact on me and is a source of some really wonderful memories. I also am the granddaughter of a veteran. Uh, both of my grandfathers were veterans. Um, and so, um, you know, this work is obviously near and dear to my heart. And I am also somebody that has um, lived experience of mental health issues. Um, so, you know, they say that research is me-search. <laughs> so the work that I do is, you know, not only um, work that I do for my community, but also work for myself and, you know, kind of part of my own journey um, through my own mental health issues. You know, since uh, you have been exposed to this conversation topic, things have really changed, Sarah, as far as the dynamics. There are more people talking about uh, mental health in rural communities, our farming communities, and there's a lot more resources out there. Tell me what is intriguing about trying to deal with groups like veterans or farmers. They're, they're Dynamics may be a little bit different than uh, than some of the other groups we speak to. Yeah, I think that's a that's another really great question. And I will say, as somebody that is coming from an academic institution like the Medical College of Wisconsin, there's sometimes um, not sometimes, oftentimes there's kind of a hesitancy um, to kind of open up and chat with me about these, particularly issues related to mental health and suicide, because they are, as you said, stigmatized topics. Although things are getting better. So, I mean, I think that there is certainly um, maybe not a, 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 a mistrust or a distrust, but maybe just a little bit of a hesitancy to talk to folks that are associated with kind of academic centers, um, you know, um, academicians and, and researchers, things like that. So I think, you know, one of the things that I, you know, have found is that it's really important to just, you know, be willing to kind of share your own experience and share your personal story, be willing to kind of sit across the table from somebody and have a conversation with them. Um, you know, certainly sharing my background and my own lived experience has been helpful as well. And I think, you know, the other, um, you know, I think uh, interesting 
Um, issue is, you know, just the timing issue with folks. You know, farmers are incredibly busy, as you all know. It's a 24-7 job. And so really, you know, being able to kind of go outside those nine to five work hours and find a time to talk with folks that works well um, certainly has been helpful. And I think, you know, there is also um, a bit of a, um, there's still a little, a little bit of a stigma around these issues of mental health. You know, farmers are very uh, self-reliant, um, you know, uh, like to be able to kind of rely on themselves. Um, and so, you know, being able to kind of open up about these issues um, and, and confide in somebody else can be a little bit challenging. Um, but as you said, Pam, I think um, the barriers are starting to come down a little bit in that area. Yeah, definitely. And we want to make sure that people are always understanding that resources are available to you. I always pivot and point to the Wisconsin Farm Center housed within the Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. You can find that website, farmcenter.wi.gov. The toll-free hotline is 800-942-2474. And Sarah, this year, this at this time frame, there's other uh, three numbered access points that a lot of people may have uh, maybe a, a, a comfort in reaching out to. Do you see more people responding to all these news services, uh, the 988 and, and uh, areas like that? Yeah, so 988 just rolled out uh, July 16th, so it's you know, about six weeks now um, that this this new three-digit dialing number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline has been available, um, and certainly there have been upticks in, in calls to these types of resources, I think, over the past several years. There's been a lot of, um, you know, obviously stress you know, across our society with the pandemic and with, you know, kind of that isolation um, that came with the pandemic in addition to, you know, other related stressors. And so certainly calls to, um, you know, these crisis lines are are ticking up. And, you know, certainly with the three-digit dialing um, number that's now available for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, the hope is that this resource will become more accessible to folks. Um, and I know that um, Wisconsin in particular, the, the um, call center that's servicing the lifeline for our state is working hard to staff up to meet that need as well. So I'm encouraged by this, and I hope that more folks will seek out these resources in the future. Yep, that's, uh, that's really a big part of what seems to be a challenge for a lot of rural folks and farm folks in general, just starting that conversation. Tell me more about what we don't know on mental health, Sarah, and that nagging conversation in our head that we worry about regarding National Suicide Prevention Month. What do families, friends, neighbors need to know about signs, pattern changes, things that might tip tip us off. Yeah, what I usually say to people is to look out for uh, changes in either talk, mood, or behavior that are really outside of the ordinary for somebody. Um, typically, when somebody is contemplating suicide, they will um, display these kind of warning signs in either talk, mood, or behavior. They might say things like, oh, I'm a burden to everybody. People would be better off if I wasn't around. Um, they might become real isolated. They might withdraw. They might start using, um, you know, alcohol or other substances more frequently. Or they might start to do things that you can notice, like um, giving away possessions or um, posting things on social media that might make you kind of wonder what's going on. It's always a good idea to check in with folks if you're noticing these types of, of warning signs and really checking in 
doesn't require a special degree. It doesn't require special training. It's really about sitting down with a person and saying, hey, I noticed that, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening. I noticed you seem a little bit different than normal. How are you doing? Um, and if you're really, really concerned about somebody um, in terms of, um, you know, possibly attempting suicide or even thinking about suicide, asking a direct question, are you thinking about killing yourself? And then opening up space for that person to to be listened to in a way that's non-judgmental. Um, really, what we've learned is that oftentimes when people are having suicidal thoughts, um, it just helps to be able to kind of talk through those uh, in an environment uh, with a person. Again, that's non-judgmental. That's not giving advice. That's not saying things like, "Oh, you should you should exercise, or you should go for a walk, or you should do this and that." But really, just listening, and oftentimes just being able to have that conversation and be listened to is enough to kind of um, help that those thoughts kind of go away, or at least dissipate enough for the person to be able to get additional help if needed. Sarah Kolbeck's along with us, board president of the Wisconsin chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. She's also the director of the Division of Suicide Prevention at the Medical College of Wisconsin. You know, Sarah, there are a lot of good-hearted folks out there in my audience that uh, might want to step up and help. There are more and more resources available to help train people to try to help professionally. Tell me how you think those are stacking up in Wisconsin. Yeah, so we do have some really wonderful trainings and resources out there. Um, obviously, the resources that you've mentioned through the, the Farm Center, um, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention also has a really great training that's uh, free and available to anyone across the state. It's called Talk Saves Lives. Um, and this is a one-hour training that's available for folks. Um, you know, if you're interested in learning a little bit more kind of about the statistics behind suicide, um, some of the risk and protective factors for suicide, and then what you can do in your own community to help. Um, there are also volunteer opportunities available through the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I will also, also mention a couple of other trainings. If you're really interested in kind of um, diving in and getting your hands dirty, a longer training is called Mental Health First Aid. Um, that's a six to eight hour training typically that's offered that really kind of, like I said, helps you get a little bit more into the uh, nitty gritty of mental health issues and suicide prevention in particular. Um, that's a really great training that I would suggest for anyone that's interested in, in diving a little bit deeper. And we'll be putting these resources up at MidwestFarmReport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, if you'd like to access them and find out a bit about availability in your area or whether or not you can network th with those folks. And Sarah, although my primary conversation may seem focused on farmers and their families, we also have to remember about the kids that are in farm families out there in those rural communities. We found out that those groups, those those teenagers, those younger kids, they are really uh, falling victim to mental health challenges in many areas. Yeah, that's correct. And actually, we're seeing increases in uh, mental health issues and suicide among youth across the country. Um, it's a really unfortunate um, trend and something that, um, you know, definitely folks in, in the suicide prevention space are paying attention to. And, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, kind of the day-to-day -day stressors of school and trying to juggle and manage multiple priorities. Um, some of it has to do with social media, certainly um, the immediacy of social media. And I think the anonymity of social media can definitely contribute to things like online bullying, um, 
and, and, you know, things of that nature that definitely cause stress in the lives of our kids. So let's not limit the conversation to uh, just uh, mom and dad. Make sure that everybody is uh, being involved and make sure you're listening to everyone, as Sarah pointed out. Again, more resources available at MidwestFarmReport.com. Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. Sarah Kolbeck is the board president of the Wisconsin chapter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and director of the Division of Suicide Prevention at the Medical College of Wisconsin. If you're looking for help right now, Remember, farmcenter.wi.gov has plenty of resources. The toll-free hotline, 800-942-2474, or immediate uh, access by dialing 988. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.